Two middle-aged men in Cleveland, episode one, two, seven. Flying yeah. by. Absolutely flying by. Oral Hershiser, Ken Dorkowitz, <laughs> getting ready for the holidays, counting the money I don't have. Yeah. As we uh, as we move forward here. Uh, do you want to do the roster jersey game now? Wait till well, the I end. just have one observation about the whole, you know, spending money we don't have on the holidays. Please. <clears throat> uh, last year, um, my son Fritz tried to tell me that Santa wasn't real and mom and dad are, you know, they, they, they buy the gifts and they're Santa. And I looked at, I called my wife and I said, Fritz here thinks that you and I can afford to do Christmas and buy all these gifts for the kids. I think we laughed for 10 minutes. So there you go. That kind of squelched that thought. I love it. Uh, number 27. Well, obviously the current one would be Kareem Hunt. Well done. Can yeah. you think of anyone else? Hold on. Uh, uh, with the Browns? Yes. Um, <clears throat> no. Tom Darden. Oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Got another one for you, too. You'll remember this one. Al Gross. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. 100% Al Gross. How about the uh, the former team we used to call the Tribe? Uh, you got a shot with a couple of these. 27. <clears throat> That's not Jarrett Wright, is it? Well done, sir. Oh, I, I must say, you are... Oof. You are top-notch, okay. along with Herb Score. <laughs> Wouldn't have gotten that one. Mel Hall. Throw the first back safely. Mel Hall, who wore the bell gloves in his back pockets because he was waving goodbye to the homers. I always loved that. He Say that again? He wore batting gloves in the back of his pants, you know, in his pockets. Yeah, a second. When he would hit a home run. That he could wave goodbye to the ball. I you see. So he had a second set of. Uh, yeah. Okay. Miguel de Leon. I know that's one of your favorite players. Oh my gosh. When did he play? He was in the eighties. Okay. Lonnie Chisenhall. I know you Lonnie love Chisenhall. Him. Sure. I yeah. I got him. He played more on the bench, hurt than he did on the field. That's a sad thing. Brian Shaw, who had two spurts with us. Yeah. Long spurts, actually. Josh Donaldson, Lucas Giolito. I know that's one of your favorite players, too. He's a duster. We're not even going to do the Cavs. There's three guys I've never heard of. Tony Dumas, any idea? No. no. Dwayne Jones. No. Mufandu Kabogala. Um, excuse me? Yes, played in 2021. Don't remember him. I think there I is. had some of that at the restaurant the other day. I night. know. Then you got a, you took a shot. Yes. You were better. Um. Uh, do you know what a duster is? I just learned this two days. A ago. duster. Yeah, a duster. I, I mean, I mean, I I thought I did. Maybe I don't. It's I, a I'll, player I'll explanation. Since on, on the bench so much, they collect dust. Oh, okay. Well, I did yeah. that. Yeah, I was a kneeler. Uh, okay, so. all right. It was a kneeler. Uh, well, you know, uh, I guess whatever works. Yeah. I have a I, I have a, a technology experience to share here. Okay, so. My oldest son is has these assignments where it's on the computer and there's like five paragraphs. You read them and then you have to answer questions to understand, you know, make sure that the kid is comprehending. He used to love to read. Then he got older. So he's 12 now. And so he doesn't really like to do these. So I have to do them with him and make sure, you know, check his answers, make sure he's doing them. So uh, we get the computer out. We got the first one. We're ready to go. And he's and I'm like, okay, well, let's read it. And, you know, like 20 seconds of silence goes by because I have to read it, too. So I know if the answers are right. And then he's like, wait a minute. Hold on. Stop. I'm like, what? He says, just hang on. Give me the computer. He takes the computer, opens another uh, web browser, highlights and copies the text and copies it into this new window. This is Speechify, and he copies it in there so that it reads the text to him so he doesn't have to read. Oh, geez. How about that? That's crazy. And then 
as if that's not enough, you can pick what voices you want. You know, like you want a male English accented voice, you want uh, a female French voice, whatever you want. But they also have celebrities. My son chose Snoop Dogg. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. He's smokeless now. I don't know if you knew that. I, or not. I am aware of that. Yes, I've seen that. Yes. Uh, he, uh, yeah, he gave it up. So, um, but yeah, so my, Snoop my Dog. it is learning from Snoop Dogg. By the way, Snoop Dogg has, if you go on YouTube and search, probably, it's probably Snoop Dogg hockey. He's got some videos where he explains basic hockey. And some of the parents have shared these videos. Yeah. <laughs> probably can't oh can we we can't share this on these airwaves uh no i think they're clean i just you know if if the coaches if your kid doesn't understand how to play hockey from the coaches and they got to go to a youtube video and listen to snoop dog understand there, there's a breakdown somewhere before you get to snoop dog i'll put it that way yeah i understand that yeah i understand that <clears throat> any uh any exciting events at cool beans the cool beans, yeah. We had a Christmas party. I got some stuff for you and out and about of, of going on. But yeah, I got uh, I got a pretty good schedule coming up here as we oh. hit the holidays. Boy, pretty good as in mocha, that mean? hot chocolate, and cookies. Let me just oh. leave it at that. They just they tear it up. They're really really enjoying it. So that, we, we got a lot of time with our friends at Cool Beans coming up here. Is uh, is that that code for something else? No, no, it's literally what it is. Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do that on this podcast. Okay, that's the Patreon version, right? That's correct. Okay. Well, coming up on this show, we have a misspeak from, you want to guess, Ken? I'm going to go with maybe the president? Yes. How did <laughs> you know? Shocking. We actually have two of them. Uh, we have news about a young lawyer, a lottery winner, a man with a unique way of riding a bike and a construction company with a unique way of moving a building. And now, a woman's perspective. What makes a man think about a dinner by candlelight? A power failure. This has been A Woman's Perspective. Said overachievers, we have a cyclist from Alberta who okay. rode 80.95 miles on his bike without using his hands. <laughs> wow. Amazing. <laughs> Robert Murray, of course, he got a Guinness Book of World Record. The ride took him five hours and 37 minutes. Uh-huh. Wow. He went 80 miles in five hours. Well, that sounds about right. Murray said he used his hands to massage his legs when they fell asleep during his record attempt. You know, the only time that my legs fall asleep, sometimes when I use the restroom. Well, yeah, that's as it. you get older, you're in there so long, yeah. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, uh, I heard, I don't know if this is true or not, as part of his rehab, that uh, Deshaun Watson was riding next to the guy offering to massage his legs for him, too. I don't know if that's true or not. It could be. I mean, it's, it's, he's rehabbing. That could be yes. good for his rehab. There you go. Yeah. And uh, the other observation I have, he couldn't make it uh, another five one hundredths of a mile to get to around. You got to stop at 80.95. Now, couldn't get to 81. Well, here's the thing. At least you know the guy's honest. Well, right? I suppose. Didn't make up the number. He's exact. Yeah. I like that. Uh, we also want to send out congratulations to Peter Park. Not Peter Pan, Peter Park. Okay. California. He was a 17-year-old law clerk in the Tulare County DA's office. He took the 17-year-old, took the state's bar exam in July, and just found out he passed. Oh, my gosh. Park is now 18 and has been sworn in as the state's youngest practicing attorney. He started high school at 13 and graduated from law school earlier this year. That's some brainwaves there. That's How pretty impressive. That? Good for him. Well, I might need Peter Park at some point. Yeah. You, uh, oh, really? You never know. I think you might be running afoul of someone. You never know. Okay. Well, if I'm in California, I'm, I'm calling him. 
Uh, I heard, I don't know if this is true. I heard Peter Piker, Peter, Peter Park picked a peck of pickled peppers. I bet I he did. I heard that, didn't I? I bet that, yeah, you did, but sometimes yeah. that happens. That's, that's how it rolls. 50%. That's, those, uh, clearly our speech, speech abilities are not overachievers, but those folks are. Said we were out and about, well, Northeast Ohio, Minnesota, Indianapolis. Wow. And obviously the, the Medina area for this past couple of weeks. So a um, couple of interesting stories. Bear with me. I won't take a lot of time, but uh, uh-huh. these are some interesting ones. I had the opportunity to go to the Michigan, Iowa Big Ten Championship in Indianapolis two weekends ago, okay. where I went to Lucas Oil Stadium. I'll ask, have you been to that stadium before? No, I've driven by it. Looks awesome. Never been in it. Well, it's just as awesome as it looks from the outside. It's even better on the inside. Once again, I, I've had this rant many a times. How do these teams have these nice stadiums with all this different stuff running around? And I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, and I got to go to the Rock Hall, the Science Center, a shipyard, or the lake. By my stadium. That's it. That's all I'm going to tell you. And by the way, the stadium in Indianapolis. Dome. Yeah, but it also could be open air. It's both. Well. Yeah, both. We want the elements here. We want to freeze our, you know, what's off in uh, January if there's a playoff game. That place is that place is nice. I'm a fan of that. And obviously you've heard me talk about Ford Field. So I'm not going to go on about that. There was a nice time. I, I sat in the Michigan area. <clears throat> Everybody was cordial. Boy, the game was boring. I mean, Iowa didn't even score. Yeah. It was like 26 to nothing. Yeah. It was a, as they say, that was a full pounding. That was so, a, a good opportunity for some alcohol or some. Yeah, you could have a drink. Yeah. Plenty. Sure. They, they, they love to overserve you over there. There's no, <laughs> they really do. They, they really want you to do that. <laughs> I didn't do that, but you can do that. Oh, yeah. So I uh, went to Quinn's in Bay Village. Very nice dinner. That's a cool place. Quinn's? Yeah. I'm highly recommend it. Yeah, Where you have to is that? It uh, it's not. It's just over the uh, Bay Village border. Oh. So not far from Detroit Avenue. Okay. Yeah, it's it's okay. pretty good. I liked it. Right. Um, they converted it. It's like It looked like an old store. It's kind of in a plaza. Okay. So I saw some celebrities there, but I can't say their names. So I'm not yeah. going to do that to them. Yeah. Why, why, cool. why, why can you not say their names? Well, I don't think they want me to oh. mention that they were there. Okay. So there so their names. Uh, can we guess what their names rhyme with? No, no, okay. nope. We're not going to do that. Okay. But it, I, I obviously it gives credibility when you see those types of people in the place. I yeah. Those pretty cool. So I are highly these, recommend are these, that. are these local celebrities or? Yes. Very oh, local. Okay. Yes. Very local. Okay. Very local. All right. I uh, took a trip to Minneapolis. Mm. Um, I had a work trip that I had to go on. Yeah. Minneapolis is nice. I, I saw some great places, ate, ate some great food and all that. When's the last time you had to go through an airport? TSA. I, I don't, I don't, I don't fly. I couldn't tell you the last time I, no, your arms would get tired. <laughs> I, I don't remember the last time I flew. It's probably been shoot ten, nine or 10 years. Yeah, I, most of these places you get through pretty good. I don't have the pre-TSA check or whatever like a lot of people do. I, I let it lapse because I just don't fly as much as I do. I think I've flown three times this year. For me, it's not okay. Cool. So I go, I'm going back from Minnesota, Minneapolis. And of course, <clears throat> once again, this is kind of a rip, but I'll just be honest. I, there's no hub in Cleveland. No. So everything has to go either through Chicago or New York. It's just how it is. So my flight there was from Cleveland to go to, to Chicago to get to Minneapolis. And then on the way back, I went Minneapolis to Chicago to Cleveland. All of the flights were fine. I mean, the TSA line in Minneapolis, it's like six o'clock in the morning, central time. So it's like seven o'clock our time. Walk it through. Everybody's doing their thing. Walk it through. Go here. Take your belt off. You know, make sure you have your shoes off. Make sure you have your computer out of your bag. The whole nine yards going through. I'm ready. Got yeah. my ticket. I'm good to go. Gentlemen in front of me. Three or four people ahead. <clears throat> He's on the ground tying his shoe. Like, oh, that's oh. normal. That's cool. Walk up a little bit more. This guy's still on one knee, still tying his shoe. And this is like 10, 15 minutes. I'm thinking, man, he must have a bad knot or something. Like yeah. That. Or he maybe five tie his shoe. Right. Maybe he needed help. I mean, I I'm very good at tying shoes. I know you are, are you? too. Did you ask to help him? 
finally uh, approached the gentleman and realized that I thought he was tying his shoe. It, it no. Was tying his shoe? He, uh, he was ill. He... <laughs> he, he was really ill. And okay. he, uh, how do I say this? It He was not doing good. He, no. he looked like he went on a bender the night before, never went to bed, and was probably still intoxicated at the airport and mm -hmm. just had to relieve himself. So that was an interesting time. I've never experienced that. The gentleman was doing his thing and they came and arrested him. Huh. Public intox. So public intox. Okay. There you go. That was uh that was extremely interesting. So did you I, but I made my flight and all that stuff. So. Did you get to hear uh an announcement uh something along the lines of Mop up TSA four, mop up TSA four, which I thought I would hear, but it was all handled hush hush. Oh, which was I thought was interesting, which is actually what you want to do. You don't want to cause a panic. So, but uh, yeah, so uh, hopefully the man from uh, Minneapolis is doing better today. So, so you're saying that you that they don't want to say a guy puked in the third line. No, <clears throat> which is what I, I think I'd want to have happen, like at a oh. grocery store. But no, they don't they don't say anything. They just kind of okay. go about their business. And before you knew it, there were police policemen there and the guy was getting arrested. So. And was he unruly as he was led away? Oh, no. Oh, he, no. Uh, poor guy. Was he appreciated up. the help, even though it was uh, a handcuffed uh, help. He he bent it like Beckham and he was not getting up. So OK, he, it's like he took a shot from Mike Tyson. He was. <laughs> He was not getting out. So yeah, he he did not put put up much of a fight. And the uh -huh. people with him had a very strange look on their faces, as you can imagine. And the one overheard one gentleman say, I don't think we're getting on this plane. <laughs> I thought that was pretty interesting. I'm I'm just I'm kind right. of a sick person. Um so Medina, yeah, we have we have some big stuff going on coming up this Saturday at Cool Beans, which I will be there. That's not what I want to tell people. We Signing have autographs. Eight and a half we have the Grinch off. coming. The Grinch is coming oh. to the store for pictures for like okay. two hours. Okay. And uh, my wonderful boss, second boss, I should say, Laura Cavey, she basically did a thing where, you know, you needed to have a ticket so she can get an idea of how many people will be coming to this event. Okay. If you plan on coming, no, you better I, get there I... early. Because there's a hundred people signed up to take pictures with the Grinch. Oh, so all I know is that my wrists are going to be hurting real bad because I'm going to be making some mocha, hot chocolate, and some cookies. So come on down to Medina Saturday. I think the it's at three o'clock. Check it out. It's also on Eventbrite. If you're uh, on the Facebook page for Cool Beans, you'll see all the information. Super exciting. Should be great. This <laughs> the story's just been packed. Oh my gosh, it's insane. It, which as I enjoyed because you're super busy and I've yeah. met so many people and everyone's super nice. We actually had a Christmas party last night and all that. It's just a lot of fun, a lot of nice people. But oh my gosh, that is just the place to be in Medina. It cracks me up. I was there two days ago. It was during the day. It was like 10 o'clock. I had to fill up a coffee, then I had a meeting and all that kind of stuff. Just packed. It's packed. it's unreal. Just unreal. So, wow. Ted, that's my out and about. Let me see if I have. No, I think that's it. Just okay. oh, well, you got okay. one more. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like bad dad here, but <laughs> this, you know, this is, this is how we talk. So my daughter is part of a dance team, which is super exciting. She loves it. It's great. She had a performance on this past Friday in Strongsville, oh. where they performed at the mall. Okay, that's cool. No problems with that at all. I might I, that what a cool experience. Here's the problem. Yes. Okay? Yeah. They performed, I repeat to you, <laughs> they performed at six o'clock on a Friday evening at the Strongsville Mall. That's not that's not recommended. Ted, I it took me from Medina after I picked my son up <laughs> track practice. It took me 15 minutes to get to the Strongsville exit. Yeah. It took me 30 minutes. Yeah. I repeat 30 minutes from the Strongsville exit to get to the mall. 
And the ball is right off of the It is right the there. there. You yeah. can almost take a rock and throw it once yes. you get off the 82 exit. Yes. I, and yep. I, I was I was very good. I've been really that's one of the things I'm working on. I'm trying to control myself with with patience and anger and all that fun stuff. And I did very well. Yeah. And I got out of the car and Riley's with me and he looks at me and he says, this is kind of crazy. I said, thank you. I want to make sure I'm not the only one. This is kind of crazy. So, yeah. but the performance is great. I was, I mean, I'm excited. There, there's a bunch of different performances coming up. I think there's another one in Brunswick at the recreation center this coming Saturday that I'll be able to see her perform. It's cool. It's, you know, we've talked about this before. It's great to see your kids excel and have fun. hundred percent hockey. My daughter loves to dance. So it's cool. But getting to the, some of these events at the times that they have them, during the middle of Christmas season? Yeah, what what are you thinking? Mm -mm. Nope, didn't like it. I could respect it, but I don't have to like it. There, there you go. Okay, Ted, <laughs> I throw the baton to you. I went for a while there. What, what do you got? Uh, well, we tried a uh, new restaurant. It's near, well, new to us restaurant. <clears throat> I think it's uh, got a few locations. Chicken Ranch. I've heard of this. Yes. Chicken what ranch, do you think? Yeah. It's all different kind of uh, ways to do chicken. Very good. Two thumbs up. We were at the one on Cedar Road and University Heights. We also are a frequent flyer at Primo's Pizza mm. in uh, University Heights. That's an easy dinner when uh, for a family who's active, as we are. They have an outstanding seafood pizza. It is really? top drawer. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. My... Uh, my one son thought he was getting a piece of cheese pizza and he grabbed and took a bite of the seafood pizza, said it smelled like old shoes. <laughs> it wasn't for him. No, not That's for cool. him. Uh, so, and then uh, this past week we had the Thornton Park uh, hockey tournament. <laughs> and, uh, so I helped out and played some music and made some announcements and probably pronounced some names wrong along the way, but we had some fun and uh, that was a good time. Had a double overtime win in the varsity championship game. Very exciting. That's awesome. That's yeah. great. Rocky river beat Bowling green in the finals. Well, the Rocky rivers come a long way with their hockey program. I'll leave yep. it at that. That's great. Yeah. Good for them. yeah. Very hard, hard fought, well-played game. Um, very exciting. So good time. And uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, if it's, if there's 80, 80 some feet of ice, there's a chance I'll be there. Hear so. your vocals. Yes. Do you have more games coming up in the future? Oh yeah. We have a lot of games. I left out. We had, this is, I guess this is out and about. I mean, this is, it doesn't involve a, uh, uh, a restaurant, but we had the uh, Christmas uh, concert last night. Oh, yes. The, uh, we now have, you know, fourth fourth through eighth grade perform. So my youngest son plays, they call it playing the bells. It's a xylophone. I don't know why they say the bells, but whatever. And I turn to my wife as he's performing. We're on the side where they where he is. And I said, does he have two different sticks? She says, and this makes sense for anybody who knows us. She says, well, yeah, one broke and we lost the other one. The, the, <laughs> the pair of the other one, we lost one. So he's got a black one and a white one, and he's he's performing. Oh, my gosh. So uh, and then my middle son played the uh, trombone. And so they were allowed to dress up for Christmas. And he was bound and determined he wanted to look like the elf on the shelf. So he got a, a Santa hat, cut off the, 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 the ball on the end, and then we had to put tissue paper so it would stand up. Okay. So he had the elf hat. He also had uh, reindeer antlers on the trombone as he's playing. And then my oldest son uh, plays the baritone. Okay which is a fairly big instrument. And I'm watching, and one of the buttons uh, or keys or whatever you want to call it is sticking. And that was just driving them nuts. The best part was when, you know, they did this concert earlier in the day. And they have the music in front of them. 
He flips, and I'm taking pictures. He flips the picture, the page to the next sheet of music, and he sees the picture, and he goes, he hunches over, and he he hunches over, rolls his eyes, and lays back in the chair, like, oh, no, not this song. I don't even remember what song it was, but it was awesome. So I'm going to hold this up for you. You can appreciate uh hold on here we go oh what a look it's, oh that is absolutely class go, oh then, my god that is later, that is exactly go, oh, as you no, oh. <laughs> head back all the way not happy with that song so yeah so uh you know as is every christmas concert begins with uh the littlest children playing hot cross buns and ends with some christmas song and it was it was it was great that is outstanding so there you go. Ted, outstanding out and abouts. Wow, both of us. A lot going on. And uh, obviously, uh, thanks for your recommendations on the restaurants. That's very cool. So yeah. That, that, is, that is outstanding. And uh, we ask everyone during these holidays, support your local businesses, restaurants, and bars. And you, too, could be out and about. And if you have something you want to mention to us, you also can find us on all the social medias. Let us know. Keep getting out and about. Support your business. Ted, Miss Speak of the Week. Always yeah. one of our favorites. And yep. I think it's involving a gentleman that I think we all know. Yes. He's our president. He is. Well, President Joe Biden is up again here with a dull effort. A duel. First, oh, a duel? duel. Oh, I, I can't read. I know. Here, hold questions. on. Let me make that. Let's uh, do it again. Advanced effort, advanced age. It's, yep. How's that? Is that better for you? Perfect. Okay. Ted, Miss Speak of the Week, your favorite person as a misspeak, I believe. Uh, you know this gentleman, President Joe Biden. I think yes. you're familiar with him. Yeah, I have heard of him. Yes. Well, he's up again with a dual effort. First on Thursday, the president was in Las Vegas, great place to be, to talk yeah. about funding for passenger rail projects across the country. Take a listen. We're investing nine billion dollars to replace over one thousand Amtrak engines and cars across the country with scale of the art equipment. I'm, what are we replacing it with? I don't. What was it? Hold on. Scale of the art? We're investing $9 billion to replace over 1,000 Amtrak engines and cars across the country with scale of the art equipment. Scale of the art equipment. Scale of the art. I love it. Scale of the art. I don't know. Where is that? Is that better than uh, state of the art? Apparently. I don't know. I'm going to start using that verbiage because it sounds impressive. Scale of the art. Scale of the art. Well, in the same speech, uh, he talked numbers, or at least he tried to. On my watch, instead of Infrastructure Week, America's having Infrastructure Decade. Decade. Over a billion, three hundred million, trillion, three hundred million dollars. <laughs> oh, what was it? Uh, how much money did they talk in there? Over a billion, three hundred million, trillion, three hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> over a billion three hundred million trillion three hundred million dollars well uh okay i uh oh boy i don't i don't know what to say here nothing you I, can say nothing because that's and, not a real number and <laughs> i guarantee you the correct number was on the teleprompter of course it was a guarantee but he he threw some other numbers in there i guess i i i I, I I don't know. It's uh, three hundred billion trillion, two hundred fifty million trillion yeah, trillion right. dollars. I'm surprised he didn't call anybody a, a thousandaire or something like that. But <laughs> all right, well uh, there you go. Uh, a dual effort for our misspeak of the week. One of my favorite times in our segment is to talk to our. Two middle-aged men in Cleveland, sports betting expert. And that, of course, will be John <laughs> Ryan from Predictive Playbook. John, extremely interesting weekend. Uh, congratulations on your 10-unit pick on the Giants over the Packers on Monday night. But if you anyone can tell, tell me that they, besides yourself, can do well betting the NFL, I think they're crazy. Because <laughs> if you called the Bengals over the Colts, 
the Jets over the Titans. Um, I don't know, the Bears over the Lions. A game that took football back about 25 years when the Vikings beat the Raiders three to nothing. And by the way, if you're watching that game, I think you're a complete degenerate. And then the Bills over the Chiefs, <laughs> as well as the Giants over the Packers. If you called all those games, give me a call as I would like to sign up for your subscription. So there we go. But John, NFL, this is why they make so much money. And this is why people watch each week, because you just don't know what's going to happen. You're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, I'm definitely zigging when I'm supposed to be zigging and zagging when I'm supposed to be zagging uh, with some of these picks, including uh, last night's win over the uh, the Giants. But, you know, the numbers explain why that was a best bet 10 unit uh, opportunity, because we had the Packers coming into the game on the road off of three consecutive upset wins. So what happens when that happens? The public gets enamored with the Packers and, oh, my goodness, is the second coming of Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, they're going to absolutely destroy the Giants and the Giants have nothing to play for. And then you get these uh, shocking upsets. But they're not shocking if you look at the numbers and the situations. And teams do get overvalued in in these environments. We had um, several uh, opportunities with the, the Jets was one of them. Um, trying to think who else we were we were on. Ken with the um, yeah we had the Bills. That was a yeah the Bills. Yeah, bet. that was a good one. Yeah, uh, but that one made me nervous because actually the you know the world was with me on that one. Um, that that started getting a little bit you know frothy. Everybody wanted to bet the Bills. The line went down to pick them uh, right before kickoff. But you know it, that game was really never um, in jeopardy. The, Chiefs came running back in the second half, but the, the Bills had it under control. Uh, the Eagles, we lost, and I really was disappointed in that effort. That team has some uh, some major problems. So you have to ask yourself the question is that, you know, we, we like to kind of kid around the old adage that the NFL stands for not for long. Well, we're seeing it like every single week now where there's a team that just looks like they're packing it in, and all of a sudden they look like they're playoff contenders. Um, you know, the, the Packers had it on the doorstep there. They, they could be seven and six right now instead of their six and seven, along with about six other teams in the NFC, including three of the teams in the NFC South division where the six and seven uh, Tampa Bay Bucks are leading that division. Uh, but nevertheless, when, when um, the line with the Circa preseason, there's every single week, every single game, there's a line and it gives you a benchmark. And whenever it moves more than six, it it adds fuel to my fire if my model is on that play. And that was exactly what happened last night with the Giants. That moved, I believe, eight points from the preseason line. And with the combination of the model saying that the Giants were the team that should have been either pick them or slightly favored, gave us a, you know, one heck of an opportunity. But it has been quite a run. We're 19 and six now, the last 25 you're killing it, John. Yeah, it's, you are it's really you are heating up right now. Um, yes. At one point there, we did go through a pretty bad stretch. We had one week, uh, I believe, Ken, we were two and five in the um, on the NFL card. Uh, and that was, I forget what week that was, but that's the whole key. When I forget what week it was, whether it's a five and oh, um, unbelievable Sunday, or if it's in two and seven or two and five situation or one and five, whatever it was. That I know my head's in the right place because I'm always looking forward uh, to the next week and not worrying about what happened the week before. Excellent. Well, John, a uh, question for you to follow up. Well, not necessarily follow up, but kind of switch gears here. Talk about uh, college football a little bit. It's bowl season and a lot of excitement around, uh, surrounding the, the playoffs and these bowl games. But with that, the added uh, situation this year with the transfer portal and there's like 3000 uh, football players that are now in the portal who uh, you know, are, are they going to play? Are they not going to play? How does that affect the game? So um, from a, from a wagering perspective, do you, do you stay away from some of these games? Do you, does it make you less likely to bet more likely to bet? How do you look at that? Well, first and foremost, it's like uh, my experience from Wall Street. When you see the price of Apple computer today, for example, 
that has that price has everything baked into it that we think we know now and six months into the future. And that's the premise we all make. Um, it's all baked into the price. So the same thing can be applied with this portal because it is chaos. It'd be impossible to identify situations where, uh, well, this team had this many guys go who were uh, two or three star players and uh, they're replacing them with, you know, X, Y, and Z. I don't think you'd get any betting intelligence at all and you'd drive yourself crazy. So I, I presume that what the market is telling us right now, you know, for example, I'm looking at California versus Texas Tech coming up on this Saturday. Um, that line opened California plus one and a half. It's now plus two and a half. The total was 56 and a half, and now it's 57 and a half. Any transfer uh, players out of both teams is baked into that number. So I, I tend not to worry about it um, because how often do you really have a starting quarterback leave from a team that did well? It doesn't happen very often. You know, most starting wide receivers are not likely to leave. Uh, it's usually the, the second, third, fourth stringers that don't feel they're getting the playing time at the likes of a Georgia or a Florida State or the top teams. It's where that is where a, an elite player who's not getting the playing time moves to another team. Uh, you do have the situations with fifth-year starters uh, getting that graduate year eligibility where they have to leave the current team they're on and go somewhere else. You know, Penix is the perfect example. Bo Nix is the perfect example. Um, so, th again, they're going to not likely to play that bowl game, more than likely, but the price is, is factored in. And, you know, the betting community does a good job at, at identifying teams that are using a quarterback that wasn't the starter and, and so on and so forth. So I don't, I don't put much uh, uh, credence in who left or who's going to go. John, sticking with, and before we get your pick here for this week, um, sticking with the college, I, I guess this is more of a, a selfish question on my part. I'm going to be selfish for <laughs> once, Ted. There we go. Yeah. Um, looking at, obviously, the the big the big two games, obviously the semifinal games between Texas and uh, certainly Washington and then Michigan, Alabama. John, I'm not looking for your picks. However, as you look at these ga games, is there either one of the games that you feel as though one's more favorable for betting as opposed to the other? Well, I'll tell you the real short answer, and I'll give you the pick uh, for everybody that's listening. I think Texas is going to win the whole thing. You have a situation where Texas is the third-ranked team, and they're favored by four points over the second-ranked team. So the committee – said that Washington is a better team than Texas, who beat Alabama and Tuscaloosa earlier this year, Big 12 champion, playing on all cylinders right now, just destroying anybody that's been on the schedule down the stretch here. And uh, the fact that they are favored, the market is telling you that that third-ranked team is better than the second-ranked team. So I do, I do like Texas quite a bit to win against Washington, possibly by double digits, and then go on into a rematch against the Alabama Crimson Tide because I don't think Michigan initially here looking at this matchup, they're a great team. I'm not taking anything away from them, but an SEC season team, Alabama Crimson Tide, some guy named Saban, you know, I, I think Jim Harbaugh is going to be outclassed by him. I think Alabama is going to have some wrinkles in their offense. And I see Alabama uh, winning that game. And after all, what's the market telling you if Alabama is the fourth ranked team, Michigan is number one, and Michigan's only favored by a single point. That smells funny to me. I think Alabama wins that game, and then we get what I think will be a, just a tremendous championship game between uh, the Texas Longhorns and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Oh, my gosh, yeah. People would absolutely love that. And obviously here, our, us folks in Ohio, I don't think would be too upset not to see Michigan play in that game. I don't know. That's <laughs> just, a, just a hint. Just a hint. Yeah, I, I would think. Well, John, obviously, thank you for the pick. I didn't expect that. That's certainly something I'm going to take a look at. As you look at this week's, you know, you mentioned about the bowl game Saturday and all that, and obviously we have more NFL. Any games that jump out you as, as a game that maybe we should all take a look at or you have a lean towards for this coming weekend? Yeah, I, I do, actually. It involves those Cleveland Browns who oh. are, um, you know, defying what everybody's saying that they can't make the playoffs. They're, they might actually end up winning this division here the way uh, Baltimore was lucky to get away with that win 
that's one of the games we were on, Ken. If you remember, we had the Rams. Yes. And I thought, boy, this is looking good for an upset win. But they did cover as seven-and-a-half-point dogs. Um, but the Chicago Bears were another dog that we had this past week that won outright against the Detroit Lions. Horrible, horrible loss there. I don't know which is worse, the Miami Dolphins. <clears throat> excuse me. The Miami Dolphins loss <laughs> last night. Uh, I've never seen anything like that in my life where a team is up four, 13 points with three and a half minutes to go and loses. That That's unbelievable. Uh, the, the Lions had a chance to really close in on the number one seed against the Bears, who are playing a lot, lot better now. They performed miserably bad. So we have the Bears who are looking much, much better than they did a month ago going against the Cleveland Browns. The Lions only three. And I like this game uh, – up to up to four points and supported by a simple betting system that betting on all teams priced between the threes now facing a foe that has allowed 14 or fewer points in each of their past two games 63 and 29 with five pushes at 69 percent winning bets over the past 10 seasons and if the foe the bears now is what we're talking about had five or fewer drop passes in their previous game the team went on our team being the Browns went on to a record of 36 and 13 for 74% winning bets over the last 10 seasons. So for Cleveland Brown fans, I hope I'm right. Don't hate me if I'm wrong, but I think the Browns <laughs> get the job done. John, that'd be great. And I, I will say this to add to your numbers, the Cleveland Browns are six and one at home this year. So they played very well. And they actually, the weather, as I look at the future forecast is supposed to be like 50 degrees. So Weather shouldn't be a fact in this game, but no, that that is outstanding, John. That's outstanding. Thanks. I I appreciate it. It's, I guess it's at the end of the day, it's only outstanding if it wins. But well, at least you know why you're betting on that team. It's not like throwing darts at a board and saying, "Well, gee, you know the Eagles played badly the last uh, three weeks, so I think they're due." You know, anytime there's a word "due" to happen in anything that involves gambling or even investing, trading, it, it's a red flag. Because there is nothing due to happen. It's just irrelevant. Awesome. Well, John, can you uh, give us, if folks want to subscribe, get more of your picks, more of your insight, more of your expertise, where do they need to go? How do they uh, get involved? Well, it's pretty simple. You just go to predictiveplaybook.com, have all kinds of information on the front page to help you get subscribed, payment uh, portals, you know, PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, Stripe, Zelle, uh, pretty much have them all. And uh, running specials, it's only $50 right now for the bowl season. And if you do sign up here from this show, then we'll throw in the NFL for the rest of December. And again, humbly stated, we're 16-9 and nine over the last 25. That's a pretty good clip of 76% winners. And two of those were 10-unit plays this past weekend. They hit 68% over the last four years, documented across um, more than four years and across all sports. So... I'm seeing the card pretty well, so if you're ever going to spend 50 bucks to get some pretty cool information, now's the time to do it. Absolutely. John, I also saw that you're running a special now as well. If people are interested in a lot of your 10-unit plays going into next year, I believe you also have a special you're running with that as well. Yeah, that's right. Thanks for mentioning that, Ken. Uh, for $400, and we'll even take $100 off for these great fans from Cleveland, you can get every single 10-unit play across all sports for the entire 12-month period, 300 bucks. If you bought them separately over this past year, it would have cost you about $2,800 buying them individually. So this saves you a gauntlet of money. Well, not a gauntlet, but just a ton of money. And you can spend that on Christmas presents instead of uh, spending it on something else. So give it a shot, and we'll see how you like it. And we're here to please. We're here to give out information and hopefully be able to profit again in 2024. Absolutely. John, thank you for your time. Once again, listeners, John says to take Texas, maybe put a little money on them, obviously to win their contest, but to win the national championship. And then us Browns fans love to hear when our team is uh, considered uh, the team to take this week as they take on the Bears this coming Sunday. John, thanks yeah, for your time. Really appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for having me, you guys. Have a great week, and uh, we'll see how it's going next week. Ted, we have some good news, and this time I'm going to read the right one. Okay. For a Brooklyn, New York man, yeah, Wayne Murray. Is this Bill Murray's brother? Could be. 
Don't know. Here we go again with this situation. Bought a scratch-off lottery ticket from the H&A Gas and Convenience Store and hit it for the top prize of $10 million. Oh. That's that, the good news. Okay. Is there more? Well, the great news is that this is the second big winner Murray has bought at the store. Last year, he played a different game, and he also hit for $10 million. <laughs> so here's my question. Yes. Why are you still playing the lottery? Yes. If you've already won it. Yeah, that's a great question. Does that mean you've already spent your money? Uh, apparently. I, I All I know about myself is if I w had the opportunity, and I actually do know a few people that won the lottery, they usually set themselves up pretty well, and they don't have to play the lottery again. Hmm. So if you're just taking, as John Ryan would say, pizza money and throwing it out there, that's one thing. But, boy... You are pretty lucky. You've now won $20 million. If your name is Wayne, Wayne Murray. Yeah. You're pretty happy. Well, make, make sure you bet with your head and not over it. May all the wins be yours. The most trusted name in journalism, Klops Clips. All right, Ken, here we go. A yes. department in northern Minnesota is using a unique recruiting technique to fill positions on its force. The town of Eli is offering $3,800 Kevlar canoes to new hires and current employees. Oh. The police department has one opening now and another coming soon. Wow. So if you want a canoe, uh, take a job as a cop in uh, Eli. Wow. How about that? That is wild. A guest at a Paris Ritz Hotel, or the Paris Paris's Ritz Hotel, filed a police report saying a diamond ring worth more than 800 grand disappeared from her room. Fear not. The ring was located two days later in a vacuum cleaner bag. Oh, there it is. How about that? Well, it's found. We got it. Yep. And with the trash. A very rare white leucistic alligator has been born at a reptile park in Florida. The newborn at Gatorland Orlando is white with blue eyes and differs from albino alligators, which have pink eyes and a total loss of pigment. This little guy is about 20 inches long, and visitors to Gatorland are being asked for name suggestions. I guess yeah, albino wait. is not a name that they could. Yeah, probably not. I'll think about a name. I'll get back to you. Well, if it's, it says it's, he's leucistic, so why don't you call him Lou? Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou. I love it. Yeah. Done. There it is. We got it. Call off the call off the competition. We've We're got done. It. A construction company in Nova Scotia used 700 bars of soap to move a former hotel built in 1826. Let me read that again, so in case you think you might. I, I have a look on my face like yeah. I just got punched. I, I need yes. to hear this again. A construction company in Nova Scotia used 700 bars of soap to move a former hotel built in, in 1826. The move was made to get the structure closer to the street and put it on a new foundation and then connect it to a planned apartment building. The building was pulled 30 feet across a steel frame by two excavators and a tow truck using bars of ivory soap instead of rollers. The construction company says they used ivory soap because ivory is particularly soft, making for a smooth move. I, I am I am stunned. This is marketing people on Ivory better be listening. Oh my gosh. Clean your hands, move your buildings. Ivory soap. From 1826. Yes. Yeah, unbelievable. You know why it, it, it's easy to move with that? Because it's 99 and 44 one hundredths percent pure. Yeah. 
could be dumb that has that. I may have just totally. Now we're mixing them up. It's fine. Uh, it, they gotta be around. They gotta be around the same purity level. Yeah. Right. Sure. A pure what? Just pure. 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 In sports, here are some scores. 14 to 10, 31 to 28, 24 to 21, and 29 to 17. Oh, wow. I'm Ted Klopp. That's news to me. Oh, no, not a dad joke. Why is the broken drum the best gift you can get? Uh, why? Because you can't beat it. That joke was horrible. We're coming to the end of episode number 127. Uh, the next time we talk, Ken, the uh, big guy in the red suit will have already snuck down your chimney. Yeah, I know. You better are not you, make a mess. Are you? <laughs> I got a nice place. Yeah. Are you uh, prepared? Is anyone ever prepared for something? Well, Santa? that's, just, that's fair. Just gotta, just got to be ready. My you wife's can't prepare, you just the, have to be ready. You have to react. My wife's been working on the tree for maybe a week, a week and a half so far. It's How's a it going? it's a fake tree, you know, a, a yeah. fake tree. Yeah. And we add lights, so it's it's a little involved. She sure. does that. I don't I the kids enjoy putting the ornaments on the tree. That's nice. Yeah. They enjoy that's it nice. even more when there's presents under the tree, but that well, of course, that's their favorite know, part. That's, yeah. That's right. good. Well, Ted, as we uh, move to this Christmas season, I want to say it's a complete pleasure to be doing this podcast with you. Uh, we've done this for a while. Appreciate your friendship, and uh, I look forward to more fun and exciting stuff for 2024. We will have, obviously, we will have another podcast, but I want to make sure I told you that. And I want you to have a absolute great Christmas, and may all, may all your wishes come true on Christmas morning. And may all your Christmases be white. I mean, absolutely. That's exactly. Got to have that too. Yes. Well, thank well, you for uh, for your friendship and uh, appreciate it. And looking forward to, uh, and I say this with the most sincerity, uh, the more nonsense in the coming years. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Well, special thanks a, to our. Go as ahead, a great sir. man once told me, if it's not awkward, it doesn't feel right. It's well said. Yeah. That's a good motto. Mm -hmm. And just like home, there's no power. So, <laughs> another great quote from that same man. Yes. Well, I'd like to thank our guest, John Ryan. Just pumping it along, giving us some great betting tips. Actually, I've already placed those bets with Texas and the, and the Cleveland Browns. So okay. 50 degrees on Sunday. Hopefully more people decide to come to the game as opposed to last week where, by the way, in, uh, before the contest, you can buy tickets for 10 bucks. Oh, so, well. this week it's already 25. So people want to jump on board and be open air stadium. Got to have open it. air. Yeah. Open air. Ted, thank you so much. Any final comments? Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And uh, go Browns. Absolutely. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you. And just so you know, good luck. We're all counting on you. We're all counting on you. <laughs> Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, in episode 128, please remember, we're just two middle-aged men in Cleveland. Two Middle-Aged Men in Cleveland is sponsored by Westminster AV, custom audio-visual packages for all occasions. Over a billion, 300 million, trillion, 300 million dollars.